You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first guest and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking to Catherine Donaway, the Deputy Executive Director of Hands-On Hong Kong, and we're going to hear all about their annual servathon. Welcome back on the program, Catherine. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, Noreen. It's always such a pleasure to chat with you and to be back. Yes, and thank you so much for such great flexibility. Um, I, I told people that we'd be over <laughs> Zoom and over Facebook Live, but unfortunately, I, I blame it on our connection at, here at RTHK. Flexibility is the name of the game when it comes to virtual, so we all know that. No problem at all. <laughs> thank you so much. So remind our listeners once again uh, about the work you do at Hands On Hong Kong. What, what sorts of charity is Hands On Hong Kong? Yes, I'd, I'd love to. So our mission at Hands on Hong Kong is to empower everyone in Hong Kong to volunteer. So we want to connect the needs of the community, the needs of local charities with people who really want to give their time to help. Um, that everyone has something to give and everyone has something that they can take away from the process. And Hong Kong charities, I mean, charities all over the world have just had their work cut out for them you know, during the crisis. And they need the support. They need the help. What sorts of charity uh, come to you and say, we need some volunteers? What what are the types of charities that you've seen and worked with over the years? Yeah, so we we work with more than 100 local charities. And in, in, yeah, in, in various ways, you know, we are developing um, volunteer programs to support them. Oh, can you hear me, Noreen? Hi. Yes. And and we are and we are recruiting and mobilizing volunteers, you know, an, an army of volunteers um, to help them out. And last year, you know, during COVID, we were well, we're still in COVID. We were completely focused on relief efforts and we actually supported more than 56,000 people in need with charities such as um, Feeding Hong Kong, Crossroads, Food Angel, Soap Cycling, so many wonderful organizations doing great work. That's amazing. Um, and one thing that's quite unique about Hands on Hong Kong is the flexibility mm. and, and the choice that gives volunteers a big choice from, from a wide range of charities to choose from. To tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what we want to do is just to make it really easy for people to take that step and for people to get involved. And and we see that, you know, 85% of people we did a study want to volunteer, but less than a quarter of them actually do it. So on our platform, handsonhongkong.org, you can go to the calendar, pick a cause you want to support, you pick a type of program that you want to help, and you just sign up in one click. And everything on there is completely free to volunteers. And we do all of this as a free public service for our charity partners. We don't choose, we don't charge anything. For, for that. And I know yeah. that you're back this year with your annual Servathon once again. Tell us about the concept of a Servathon. What is it about? Yes. So we, we launched Servathon in um, 2017. So this is our fifth year, which is very exciting. Wow. And really, yeah, I know it's been a journey. So we, again, we just want to help people take that first step. And we think that if we create a moment in time, you know, we've actually got 150 programs happening in these nine days, families, companies, children, um, of all ages, you know, retirees um, rolling up their sleeves and helping either in person or or from home. And we know that if they take that first step this week, 
they'll get a taste of it and they'll just want to come back. So that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, who are the types of people that typically volunteer? Do, are you seeing a lot of sort of people, uh, retirees, uh, volunteering their time? Yeah. So it's it's really interesting. So the average age of our volunteer is 31 years old. We just we just uncovered, and really that ranges from the five year olds, you know, helping out with their parents, to I think some of our oldest volunteers that we are of. There's no limit to to the age people can participate. But we have um, you know 70 something volunteers who have been um, talking to media with us and sharing their experiences. We just think that everyone has you know the potential to give something back to the community and yeah absolutely and we do see a lot of um, a lot more university students a a lot more sort of gen z um people getting involved so it really has it's it's just been inspiring And, and something that we we found really interesting we recently um did did a survey of our most active volunteers in the past year and we found that you know, three quarters of them, the number one reason is that they want to help. You know, that goes without saying. But closely followed by people saying that they also volunteer to support their own well-being, their own happiness, and to give themselves a purpose at this, you know, at this tough time. So I think it's it's been a great outlet for everyone. Absolutely. And and you often hear people, that some of the reasons why they volunteer is because it's a great outlet for them and they feel good. Yeah. And, and in times of, in, in these times, in these very trying times, sometimes helping other people, it offers, you know, uh, oneself a, a sense of relief um, also. So what sort of charity... 100%. What, yeah. What, what sorts of charities are involved in this year's Servathon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, today um, it was fantastic to see a, a group of um, really passionate volunteers out on MTR stations. So they were they were going to local community centres, packing food because, you know, as we all know, people's have been hit so hard financially that we really want to provide that food support. And we've got the caring volunteers that can do that. So we had a group of volunteers um, hopping on the MTR today, delivering food packs all over Hong Kong to people recovering from mental illnesses. Um, that's that's a signature program that was actually supported by Operation Santa Claus. Um, yeah, we call that Care Delivered. And that supports, you know, people from community centres, community health service centres that you might not even have heard of. So that's a great program. We also have um, volunteers this week out at Crossroads packing donated items for families in need. We have uh, volunteers trying to help reduce fashion waste with redress. We have people out hiking this weekend and clearing debris and um, and plastic off the trails with Hong Kong trail cleanup. So there's really something for everyone. That's so good to hear. And and like you said, you know, just going onto your website, you'll be able to see the list of charities which hands on Hong Kong support. And really, volunteers can have a choice between various causes that they support and, and choose to donate their time and effort. Yeah. Um, Kath, yeah. I, I, I want to ask you, you know, we, we brought up the pandemic. How has the pandemic mm. affected your work at Hands on Hong Kong? Mm. Well, it's it's been really interesting. You know, our name is hands on. <laughs> so we're all about people using their hands. But, you know, there have been times where you have to social distance and you have to isolate yes. and you can't even be in physical contact. So, you know, we we said we are not going to stop. We, we've got to keep pressing forward. And and this is the challenge all our charity partners face because they're a lifeline to the people suffering the most but they have to fall in line with all the restrictions. So we've we've done some um, some 
quite great things, I think, with our volunteers. You know, they've they've made caring phone calls to lonely elderly people who have been, oh, you know, stuck at yes. home even more than usual. That's that's been a, a long term program and people commit for months. Um, another program we did last year, we had volunteers learning some basic sign language so that they could support children with hearing impairments mm. and tell them stories that they could understand and 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 stories for children in hospital as well. Um, it's been, you know, it's been sort of, it really has brought people together as much as it's kept us physically apart. Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we've seen children making care packages at home, caring cards. Like it's really brought people out in droves in terms of just wanting to help however they can, yeah. however safe. Oh, that's so heartwarming to hear. And, and you know, for, for some of our, lit- our listeners who know the work of Hands on Hong Kong, you're a charity that essentially helps other charities. Um, Catherine, what sorts of difficulties or challenges have you heard from other charities? Are, are they having difficulties sort of raising funds or just getting the word out there that they need help? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, funds, it, it's, they're critical. I mean, we, we're, we're a non-subvented charity and many, many of our partners are, you know, 2,500 plus frontline charities in Hong Kong. And, you know, fundraising events have been cancelled and sponsored oh. events have been cancelled. So it has been tough, but, you know, there have been some really generous donors and, and supporters and, and companies. You know, we we have actually more than 30 companies that make service on possible, all the programs, you know, Marriott and Johnson & Johnson are right there at the front. But it's, I think we, you know, from, from a service delivery standpoint, we've just tried to innovate with our partners. So, you know, like elderly centers tell us, you know, we, we've only got two people in the centre, but we, oh. we're a lifeline for thousands of people. So what can we do? So that's when we say, well, we'll, we'll mobilise the army of volunteers. <laughs> you know, they'll pack the food, they'll deliver it, they'll make the calls. Like, we're all in this together. So I, I think it's never been more important than now. Uh, absolutely. What are some of the lessons that you've learned as a charity that you can share with our listeners? I think you mentioned one really good point just now, flexibility. I think yeah. when, um, when times are yeah. trying flexibility and, and just being able to pivot, what are some of the other yeah. lessons that you've learned along the way in this uh, during the pandemic? Yeah, it's a really good question. And I think, you know, it's funny, we say a lot, think about connection, not perfection. We, because we've we've had to do so many virtual programs, we've had to learn so many new things, and we always say like, bring your sense of humour, <laughs> bring you know even even today, okay, yes. the Zoom didn't work, it's okay. Like it's the most important thing is just to be there to get the message out and do your best to try to help. So, you know, some of the volunteers today they say, well, I I don't know the MTR stations that well. What if I don't have the map? It's like it's okay, you know, download the app. <laughs> Give it a go. You can try a program. If that's not for you, try something else. Don't let fear or a lack of doing it perfectly get in the way of giving it a go. And well said, I think, yes. yeah, it's it's a good lesson for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in different areas of our life. Uh, finally, I know that the Servathon runs all the way from now, all the way through the 16th of May. There's still a chance for our listeners uh, to get involved, uh, actually continue to get involved with the work at Hands on Hong Kong. How can we find out more about you and your work? Are you on social media? Yes, so we are. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. Just look up Hands on Hong Kong, and for the calendar, it's you know we we say that 
Servathon is kind of like the hong, the hands-on calendar on steroids. But actually, you know, we are running up to 200 programs a month all year round. So um, there are some spots still left for this week, but but keep the, keep it going. You know, come and take a look, sign up with your family and just explore. Are, are there any areas, um, Kath, that there are shortages for, for, for volunteers? Are there some areas that perhaps people, uh, yeah, less people sign up for that, you know, maybe we can uh, call on action? Yes. Well, it's, it's so actually we've been really, really lucky this 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 week. Spots have been filling faster than ever. Oh, Honestly, the appetite to want to support is just huge. But I know there are programs we have on an ongoing basis that always need volunteers. You know, when we see volunteers go out to animal shelters, those can tend to be slightly more remote parts of Hong Kong. So that's a great one to look at. Um, we've got another fantastic program that teaches elderly how to use their smartphones so they can oh. stay in touch. Oh. Yeah, we always we always need help there. And um, some of the great programs out at Crossroads, they're doing fantastic work again, a little bit further out. So anyone who's out in that area and and can support. But honestly, there are just so many great programs to to try out. So I would just say go and go and take a look and, and see what sparks your interest. Excellent. Well, Catherine Donaway, thank you so much for joining us and thank you for the flexibility. And I look forward to really seeing you via Zoom or in person yes, <laughs> for our next interview. Me too. Thank you so Always much for a, a great chat. Thank you, Noreen. <laughs> bye for now. Thanks. Okay. Bye.